Welcome to the Working Women's Channel. My name is Clara Capano, and we're gonna share the real secrets to success. Come on in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Working Women channel. My name is Clara Capano, and today I am thrilled to have my new friend, Kavita, and she is actually joining us all the way from Canada. And, you know, Kavita, you and I met a few months ago, you know, being in a mastermind group together and, you know, your your strength, your messages of, you know, standing in your truth, oh, just so impressed me that I knew I needed to get you on the show because I know that you are going to be able to share a lot of just different aspects and angles to, you know, the women that are following this. So Kavita, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I love it. So why don't we start off, just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what it is that you do for a living, just so the listeners can get to know you a little bit better. I'm in Ottawa in Canada. Um, I am a single mom with three kids and I work for, um, I work as an associate with Edward Jones. It's my full-time job, but I also have a, um, my own practice on the side, which is uh, coaching and volunteering. Um, so I, my title is I am a coach, mentor, and rebel. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's what I wanted to really hit in on is, you know, this word rebel, you know, what does it mean to you when you use the word rebel? What was it that kind of connected you with that word? Uh, well, you know, I mean, when you think of rebel, you think of, of um, someone defying or, or, you know, to me, rebel is someone who's bold and not afraid to stand up for themselves, thinks outside the box. Yeah. Someone who's, who's a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That fighting spirit. And again, who isn't willing to break down barriers. And I just, I'm so excited to dive more into that. So let's go ahead and just mm-hmm. kick it off. You know, the whole point of the show is to allow women, not just today's women, but future generations to know that even though the road to success may not always be an easy one, there is beauty on the other side when we push through. So can you think about a time in your life where, you know, things weren't always going so well for you and, you know, you were struggling to, to show up the way that you knew you needed to do. And, you know, how did you break through that? Oh my goodness. Um, well, it wasn't a short time. That's for sure. Um, so a bit of my background, uh, I had an arranged marriage. Uh, I was married for 15 years and I would say that's the time span. Uh, you know, I, it was, it was difficult. You know, I was limited as to what I could do, what I could say, where I could go, the friends I could have, you know, unfortunately it wasn't, it wasn't a good marriage, um, very controlling and whatnot. And, you know, so that was, um, that was, that was, the, that's what brought me down. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, talking about how, you know, we want to, you know, empower ourselves, you know, having an arranged marriage, you know, that could be a very scary thing. Again, feeling like you don't have the ability, whether it's culturally, religious, you know, family wise, to be able to say, you know, no, this isn't what I want to do. Did you have that ability to 
not enter the marriage? Or was it something that you felt you had to do? So I grew up in this culture where, you know, a woman, you know, your, your parents will arrange your marriage. Um, you know, you want to be that good, or I wanted to be that good Indian daughter. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, so I, I didn't fight it. Um, maybe I should have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, I wasn't married here in Canada. I was married in India at the time. I didn't feel like I had a choice. Mm-hmm. If right. I look back now, maybe had I said no, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe if I had the guts to say no and stand up for myself, things would be different. Yeah. And, you know, I think you hit on something very powerful because, again, in your situation is very unique. But I think so many times we all go through that moment where we don't have the courage to say no. And we follow the path because again, we want to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we enter into a career field because that's what our family did or what our parents want us to do. Again, maybe exactly. marry somebody because they look good on paper and we want to make you know our family proud of us. We go um, to certain universities, even though that's not necessarily what we want to do. And I think, you know, we it's hard because many times we are so young to to know that we have that, you know, that voice inside of us and that we can use that voice. And I know that in your practices that you do outside of your Edward Jones is that's one of the things that you really have a passion for is helping others sort of break through those traditional realms, those traditional paths. So, you know, how was that for you? How did you finally find the strength to stand up for yourself and say, this isn't working for me and this isn't what I want for my life. With me, it was not only being bound by culture and society and religion and whatnot. It was also the other side, um, which is also what I do in my practice. I help women and men who, who go through domestic violence. So for me, it was, it was a combination of both. And what I guess my breaking point or my, my, wake up point even if you want to call it was you know when i did have have the police at my door and my son said he was scared like that's when the light bulbs went off i'm like yeah no i'm i'm done mm-hmm. you know i'm not proud to say that it took me 15 years to stand up for myself there's reasons behind that of course but that was that's when it clicked mm-hmm. and when it did, it was just, okay, I'm done. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and we all have, again, those moments. And, you know, you may say that you're not proud. It took you 15 years, but I would imagine there's several people who are going on your 20, 30, and even longer. And, Absolutely. you know, we have to, again, just embrace that, you know, it happened when it needed to happen. And, you know, luckily, you know, your son felt the ability to speak up. So rewinding a little bit over the course of those 15 years, you know, there, I would imagine there were, you know, days where you were fearful, you didn't know what was going to happen. You know, how, how did you continue to show up? Because I, you know, I, I did, I am not a survivor of domestic abuse, but from what I know from talking with others is on the outside looking in, it looks perfect. 
So how did you kind of maintain that facade? How did you show up each and every day knowing that in inside things were falling apart and very challenging? The only way I showed up and completely putting myself out here now, the only reason I kept going was because of my kids. Mm-hmm. I had lost everything else. I was in a very, very dark place. It took me to a dark place. I was in a dark place for a very long time. The only thing that kept me going was my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that kept me going. It's it's not, it's not easy. I know I'm not the only one out there. There's many women and men who are going through this and suffering alone. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, again, because I felt bound by the culture and the religion and society and the whole bit, you know, I didn't see a way out for a long, long time. I I never even, you know, divorce is, yes, it's much more common now, but, you know, that's not something that's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. It's you not. Know, so, no. So, again, bound by all of these things, I really didn't feel I had any other choice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it was... I became numb. Mm. It was very numb. And, you know, just, I guess you could say even autopilot of, you know, just daily routine. Yes, I was in my own home, but I was constantly walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had no idea what was going to happen next because things changed at the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, moods changed at the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. So it was just, yeah, it was, it was numb. I was numb. And I, like I said, I just kept going. The only reason for a lack of a, hmm, the only thing that kept me alive was my kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And finding that, you know, strength. And I, I, you know, that word that you use numb, I think is extremely powerful because again, we all have different ways of doing that. But it's, again, it's just, sometimes you just have to, again, shut down all those extremities to just be able to, again, go through your Mm -hmm. days. So now you've made the decision and you are stepping into the world. And as you mentioned, you know, you have three kids and Mm -hmm. you're a stay-at-home mom. Well, now you're ready to go into the world and you're going to do this by letting go of an income, you know, from a spouse, you know, all those other things. So how did you enter the world as this new independent person? Because you really didn't have a lot of that financial backing to help you. And that had to enter in another whole layer of fear and uncertainty. Absolutely. Absolutely. I when I decided that, okay, you know what, enough's enough. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I need to get out of here. I need to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was able to put a few things in place before I took that big step. Mm -hmm. I had been a housewife for almost five years. Um, you know, I didn't have any savings to my name and, uh, you know, so yeah, I, (sighs) 
I just did what I had to do. And I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll be a steel, but I need to save myself and my kids right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I did. I got out and, you know, yes, I did not have a job for probably two years after I left. I have remortgaged my house a couple of times, um, you know, taken on second mortgages. I did whatever I had to do. I racked up all my credit card bills, Mm -hmm. but I did what I had to do to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think that that's, you know, a message that I want to, you know, have others here. It's not so much that I want people to go into debt, but the idea that there is a solution out there. And that's something that you mentioned, you know, earlier is you, you couldn't see a way out. And I think sometimes we let all of those other circumstances, you know, hold us back. And Sometimes, again, you have to put yourself into debt. Sometimes you have to ask for help. Um, I had a friend of mine and she actually moved in. She and her daughter moved in and they just had a mattress on the floor, Mm -hmm. but they had to get out of the situation. And I think that it's important that others understand that the solutions may not be the best thing. They may not be the dream that you have, but they're are solutions out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's solutions. There's help. You know, when, when I took this step, um, I have to honestly say that I did not have the resources or the help that I needed at the time. Um, I, I could have think I could have done things differently had I had the help. And I'm talking about financial, I'm talking about um, mental health, like even psychologists, you know, yes, my doctor was supporting me and knew everything that was happening, but therapists and and whatnot, you know, where I needed help, I needed the support mentally to stay strong and go through this. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel I had that. Yes, I was seeing a psychologist, Mm -hmm. But the strange thing, and and this is actually where my passion for this started and where my practice began or where I made that decision that this is what I'm going to do coming going forward, is when I went to the psychologist, the first question that was asked was not, how are you doing? Or, or okay, are you okay? Or whatever. It was that judgment of, you were born and brought up here in Canada. Why did it take you 15 years to leave? Mm. And that one is still stuck in my brain. That question, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it, it took me 15 years. Yes, there's reasons. Mm-hmm. Person could not understand. Yeah. And for me to now say this, it's no, it wasn't just that it's, I'm not just leaving my husband. I am standing up to our families. I am standing up to society. I'm standing up to our culture. I'm standing up to the religion, Mm -hmm. burning bridges. Yeah. She could not understand that. Yep. Another therapist I went to could not understand that it was that same question. Well, why did you were born and brought up here? Why did it take you so long? 
doesn't matter whether you're born and brought up here or you've come here only a few years ago, whatever culture you're in, whatever religion you're in, it sticks. It does. How you're grown up. Those are your values. Mm-hmm. And so this is where I started. So I worked on myself. Mm-hmm. And yes, I did have some support from within my community. But this is what I do now. Right. Yeah. You give people that support without the judgment. And I think, you know, that that is a whole other side that people don't think about is, you know, the judgment that others have. And it's really not their place. It's, you know, let's let's help them go forward and Mm -hmm. reserve all the. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit because, again, you now you left again. You talked about I did whatever I needed to do, but Mm -hmm. you still have the the family community aspect of it. And that's the one thing, too, that I think oftentimes hold us, you know, hold some of us back from going forward is the judgment, the disappointment from our family. And, you know, so when you decided to do this. Did your family, did your community support you? Because I would imagine a lot of people could also stay in situations out of the fear of being ostracized by their community. So I was lucky where my mom and dad did support me. You know, again, my mistake, I hadn't told them everything that was happening over the years. um, So they didn't know. I mean, they knew there were some problems, but not to the extent. So when all of this did come out, yes, my parents, my brother, very supportive, um, you know, which was fine. Um, Other family members, you know, I I have one person uh, who I won't name, but, you know, a family member who said, well, no, you disgraced the family. You would have been better off on the front page of the news than divorced. That again, you know, I mean, wow. So you can just imagine, you know, so so from my family, yes, I had both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I had family members who were, you know, getting involved, interfering, um, you know, well, no, no, why? What's going on? How can we fix this? Well, no, you can't fix this. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't talk to me for years, but now all of a sudden you hear I'm getting divorced. How can I help you? How can I fix this? You can't. Mm-hmm. So what would be some advice that you would have for someone, again, whether it's escaping a situation like yours or whether it's breaking the mold and not following a career path or doing something when their their family, you know, and community is is not supporting them? What would advice be? What could, you know, do something that they could do to help them find the support and be able to, again, say that's, that's yours, but this is what I need to do. So here's what I'm going to say as a mother, do whatever you need to do to protect yourself and your kids. Mm -hmm. As a coach and a mentor, I would say, you know what, there's a solution. You don't have to go through this. There is support out there. You know, maybe maybe there's not very many people who do what I do where it comes to rebelling, I guess you would say, against, you know, the culture and society and religion. Again, with every culture, religion, you don't have to follow 100%. You take, you, you follow what you like and you change what you don't. Right. You know, there's support out there. There is support out there. What and and 
the biggest thing is if you're being abused or you're you're fight you're frustrated because you're feeling bound nothing says you're going to um the word I'm looking for is is like yes you can take action yes there's a solution but voicing it getting a second opinion talking to somebody about it 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 really does help working that out that doesn't mean that you're going to jump off the cliff and 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 you know like once you go down that path there's no turning back mm-hmm. You just need to take that one step and figure out what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rebel, I'm going to say this. And this is, again, what I've learned, what I've become into, what I've put my strength into and what my passion is now as a rebel. And as harsh as it's going to sound, you need to take care of yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. Exactly. And as hard as it can be, you know, sometimes you have to say, it doesn't matter that you don't agree with me. It doesn't matter that you don't support me. I need to do this. And having the gumption and again, being that rebel to stand up for yourself. So I think that's a beautiful message. Um, Another question that I have for you is you, once you made the decision, I think so many times it's that overwhelming fear of anticipating what what's going to happen and then you do it and it's like now you can start to heal now it's like ah did you feel once you kind of pulled off the bandage once you kind of said enough is enough I'm doing this did you feel like the ability to breathe and how has going through this how has this made you better as a human as a mom as an employee in you know the different areas Honestly, I have been divorced now for almost seven years. I'm still learning how to breathe freely. Yeah. It is not an easy process. It is not a quick process. Um, So, you know, yes, I took the Band-Aid off. Yes, I'm like, hey, I'm doing this. I did it. I've worked. There's a lot of healing that comes with that. Yes, I was, okay, I'm free. But then it's another, there's something, okay, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. What do I do now? So, you know, yes, doing it is, is, is freeing, <laughs> but I mean, there, there's other things that come with, right? You, you really do need to heal yourself and work on that. And, uh, you know, I still get triggered. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's that it's forgiving yourself. Ah. It's it's a lot of that is forgiving yourself for, you know, um, okay, what happened has happened. It wasn't my fault, but I did what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of healing. There's a lot of healing that's involved in that. And and you know, the more you heal, that's when you really start breathing freely. Definitely. And and you can't start healing until you take those steps. Exactly. And and I love what you're saying that, you know, there are still days that you are triggered. Not that I love that you are triggered, but I think it's an important message that it's not like you're like, oh, okay, 
I'm going on this merry path and everything falls in, you know, there's, there's always going to be times where you might second guess it either where you might have days, but again, it's still taking those steps. And sometimes it's a matter of, again, acknowledging this is a rough day. And again, going back to the forgiveness, the acceptance, but keep moving forward. And it's not just, it's, it's not just for those who, you know, have been abused, right? It's for anyone. So for example, I mean, yes, my story is a little bit, you know, it's, it's a little bit more there, but I mean, there are people out there that simply, you know, my parents want me to be a doctor or a lawyer, but I don't want to be right. You know, so just that fear of standing up to your parents and saying, no, you know what? I don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. I want to be this. Exactly. That, that, can be so stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's so, you know, it, it's amazing how so many of us in our own ways battle with standing in our truth. Again, whether it means, you know, choosing our path, it could be, you know, mm-hmm. you know, coming out and letting them know that, you know, um, whether it's a gender issue or, you know, a romantic issue or a career mm-hmm. issue. You know, there are so many times where we do hold back and we let that that fear or those expectations that have been set in line for generations rule us. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's fear and it's guilt. It's mm-hmm. guilt. And that guilt can eat you alive. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it could be it, you know, it could be just that, but it's it's again, you've got to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm know that you deserve to do what you want you deserve to live your truth yeah um that's where that's where i you know support men and women to to empower them there's nothing wrong with wanting to live your truth absolutely so let's talk about this a little bit because i know that you know you are embarking on this new journey to be able to help you know people from all different cultures backgrounds and mm-hmm. experiences so tell us a little bit about what is next for you oh my okay so <laughs> so uh, look at that big smile that comes i know i know well you know what <laughs> this has been like i said this has been in the works for a few years now um and and so you know when i left okay i've done my healing and and you know coming coming from a place where you know i didn't feel i had support i am now supporting men and women in my community. Um, and that is expanding into different communities because we are so diverse here. Um, and you know what? It's it's more common than one would think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, supporting them, now I'm building my business. So part of my business, I, you know, I've now got two purposes. So one is, of course, working with uh, women, uh, men and women who've gone through domestic abuse and need that support, be it whether it's, you know, at the moment of crisis or what can I do or the post mm-hmm. now, uh, I, I do that part. But then I'm also working on supporting people who really just simply feel bound by culture, religion, and society. You know, it's, again, if you go back to that example of, well, my parents want me to do this, but I want to do this. What I do is I try and help them find a middle ground where, you know, okay, they can experiment with what they want, but, you know, still respecting the parents, 
again, it's situation to situation, but really it's, you know, it's helping people realize that it's okay. Society has changed. The world has changed. Yes. Culture and religion, you know, yes, you can keep your core values, but that's got to change a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, you know, I, I've had, I've had people that have, you know, my parents want to arrange my marriage, but I don't know this person. I don't want to go in blindly. Mm-hmm. Let's find a common ground right. or stand up and say no. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'm not saying disrespect your parents by no means, but again, but like you, going back to what you said is no one else is looking out for you except you. And even though exactly. they might be coming from a place of love because they feel, again, the parents might want you to be a doctor because they enjoyed it and they want you to have something, you know, it, no parent doesn't want the best for their kids. So they're coming from a different perspective. So, but at the end of the day, it is still your life. Exactly. So what I also do in my coaching is, and one of the things that I try and um, make people realize or, or it's communication. It comes down to basic communication, right? Why do marriages break up? Because there's a gap in communication. Why do parents and children fight? Because there's a gap in communication. One of the important things that I work on with my clients is that communication. I speak from a cultural side in our culture in particular, Husbands and wives don't communicate like others do. Right. Right. It's you've got your patriarch who says, okay, this is what's going to happen. This, well, if the woman or the children are not able to express what they want, how, like, again, it's communication, compromise, understanding where both parties are coming from. Yeah. So this is where it starts. And this is where I support these people or support my clients to become empowered to speak your truth if you can speak your truth you can work to live your Ah. oh my god I just want to do that if you can speak your truth you can learn to live your truth and that is a powerful statement and I hope people are really taking that to heart because it does start all with that speaking it first and Mm. foremost So Kavita, I am just so grateful that I have met you. Um, You really are doing something that is, you know, going to change so many lives. And I think that your journey to be able to help others unlock their truth and giving them a platform to honor themselves and learn to love themselves and to know that they are worthy of something bigger It it just, you know, feeds my heart so much. And so I have so much gratitude for, you know, what you are doing. I know the road has not been an easy one, but you are going to be able to, you know, impact so many lives. And so if anyone out there is, you know, listening or watching this, we are going to put all of your contact information in the show notes, but really quickly, what's the best way for people to reach out and find you? The best way would be uh, my website, which is www.kavita.ca. So K-A-V-E-E-T-A.ca. Uh, my number, my email, everything's on there. 
I am on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, absolutely let me provide a safe space for you so you can learn what your truth is. I love it. Well, Kavita, thank you so much for being here and thank you for being the rebel that you are um, because your ability to to speak is going to give others the inspiration and the power to do the same. So thank you all for following today's episode. Again, we talked about the importance of standing up for ourselves, of knowing that we have to make decisions that are going to be right for us and to know that it is okay to be a rebel. So thanks so much for joining us today on the Working Women channel, and we will see you next time.